Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we begin, this episode you're about to hear first came out some months ago. It was originally published in July as part of a series we call Huli sa Balita. We are reposting this because baka huli ka sa balita may update sa kalusugan at sa mga sakit na iniinda ng Pangulong Duterte. For starters, his back pain. It has flared up again for an officially very familiar reason. Para hindi umatiis yung uh, sa belt banda, mga 3 inches, medyo uh, masakit daw. That was the president in a video posted by Senator Bongo referring to back pain he blames on a motorcycle accident, a minor one, resulting from what was supposed to be a slow and simple joyride around Malacanang some weeks back. The president recorded the message in a car in Japan as he was suddenly heading back home from enthronement ceremonies for the new Japanese emperor. Medyo masakit, sabi ng Pangulo, but even before he could get back to Manila, Malacanang had qualified his suffering as unbearable pain. As we said, both the motorcycle ride and the back pain echo an incident from decades back which kicks off the long litany of ailments the president to this day endures. If you didn't know, or even if you think you already know enough, here's our slightly edited episode of Huri sa Balita, May Sakit Daw Ang Pangulo. And stick around until the end because we still have an update on the latest on that topic later as well. Huli ka man sa balita, hindi ka naman kailangan maiwan sa mahalaga. Ako po si Robbie Alampay. Sa podcast na to, palalalimin natin ang mga headlines sa tulong ng experts at veteran journalists. Sa episode na to, tatalakayin natin ang kalusugan ni Pangulong Rodrigo Duterte o ang kalusugan ng kahit sinong Pangulo ng Pilipinas. The Constitution says that you must... Uh let the people know. But the procedure is not go direct to the people. The cabinet should be the one to decide if you are fully incapacitated to discharge the functions of your office. Para sa kanya, it's not a serious matter. Kasi kung serious yun, he always tell the public about it. Every time I attend the cabinet, meetings of uh, the president no ang masasabi ko lang he's uh, full of life very active very sharp and uh, obviously it does not suggest uh, na parang may problema sa kanyang kalusugan the voices you heard were those of president Duterte his spokesman Salvador Panelo and health secretary Francisco Duque the third respectively in the past weeks, the president has given us more reasons to ask questions about his health. It is a matter of national security and of public interest. 
I'm joined in this conversation by one of the senior correspondents of Puma Podcast, Trisha Aquino. Welcome, Trisha. Hi, Robbie. I'm excited to be here. Uh, at saka, kasama natin dito, literally one of the most respected and one of the most senior journalists in the Philippines. More than 35 years experience. Matagal po to sa Jario. He was He started with People's Journal. Pagkatapos, nag, uh, nag Manila Chronicle po to. He worked with The Wires. And uh, most recently, spent more than one and a half decades of his most senior uh, journalism years working for Reuters and wala lang naman po to, but Pulitzer Prize winning Manny Mugato. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me here. Trisha, simulan natin sa iyo yung discussion. Laging laman ng balita ang kalusugan ng Pangulo. Simula pa nung kampanya hanggang makaupo siya sa pwesto and now three years into his term. This issue is not gonna go away. Ano ba ang tingin ng publiko sa isyong to? Kung titingnan lang natin yung mga surveys, ano, the public really believes that they have the right to know about the president's state of health. So, noong October last year, 61% ng mga Pilipino na sinurvey ng SWS, sabi nila, the president's health is a public issue. So, tumaas yung number na yun noong January this year to two-thirds or 66% ng mga respondents. So, dumadami yung mga tao. I mean, that's a five-point rise no? from 61% to 66%. In any case, malinaw that an overwhelming majority of the people believe that they have a right to know. At the same time, I think our people are acknowledging eh, that, yes, it may be uh, more complicated than, than we know. And that's ironically a function of not being transparent. Mani, hindi naman kailang. May, may edad na naman si President Duterte. In 2016, he's more than 70. I don't know anybody in the country who was elected president uh, more than 70 years old. Pedro Ramos was only 60. President Aquino was 50 years old when he was elected president. Actually, kung makikita natin sa World Health Organization data, no, President Duterte has lived roughly eight years longer than the average lifespan ng isang lalaking Pilipino. So, we know that President Duterte is the oldest person elected president in Philippine history. The president has been in public service since 1977. So, let's not forget that. Diba? Sa, sa dinamina ng tumagtag sa, sa katawan niya, sa buhay niya, he was city prosecutor. He was vice mayor, mayor, congressman, and now president. I recall when I was still with Reuters, I covered the ASEAN meetings in uh, Laos. Uh, first time siya pumunta ron. Meron siya mga meeting na hindi pinuntahan. Nung APEC, ganun din. I think even during the campaign, nung 2016, may mga times na hindi siya nakadalo sa mga ilang... Uh, official uh, engagement because yung kanyang migraine daw ay umatake. And in his presidency, nakita natin na ilang beses na rin siyang sumailalim sa, sa medical uh, testing, ano? yung blood test, kung ano-ano pa. And uh, alam na natin na napunta siya sa Cardinal Santos no? minsan. The president himself has admitted to a litany of problems. May at least four physical ailments na inadmit si President Duterte sa kanyang mga speeches over the years. 
uh, last year, no October, inulit niya sa public na meron siyang Barrett's esophagus. Uh, at the time kasi napapabalita na baka raw may cancer si President, kaya tinakbo siya sa hospital noon. Inamin din niya na umiinom pa rin siya kahit sabi ng doktor niya na itigil na yung bisyo. If you mean that uh, was I found positive of cancer? Yes, sir. No, it's not the colon, it's my barret dito yan. It's badly eroded. Pause muna tayo dyan. So, ang barrets ay isang serious complication of GERD or acid reflux. Sabi sa American Society for Gastrointestinal Endoscopy, uh, nagiging barrets ang GERD pag chronic na yung sakit o matagal nang iniinda. Pag matagal ka nang may GERD, nagbabago na yung cells sa esophagus mo. Nagiging cells na ng stomach to counteract the acid. Kaya nagiging barrets yung GERD. May ibang eksperto sinasabi pag nagbago na yung cells mo sa esophagus, pre-cancerous na yon or malapit-lapit ng maging cancer. Pero believe it or not, kakaunting porsyento lang ng nagkakaroon ng barrets ang nagtutuloy sa esophageal cancer. What factors affect GERD so that it becomes barrets? Alam naman natin na nung bata pa si President Duterte, may mga bisyo siyang paninigarilyo at pag-inom. In fact, hanggang ngayon pa nga sinasabi ng Pangulo na he's still drinking alcohol kahit na against medical advice. Uh, pakinggan natin yung buong sinabi ni President Duterte tungkol dyan. It's my barret dito yan. It's badly eroded because uh, I was told to stop drinking years ago. But of late, uh, bumalik kasi ako. I just like to drink. Brandy boy ako Ayan ang totoo. And before I sleep, even if I'm alone, nagtitris shots ako pag matulog. So mukhang sinisisi talaga ni Presidente yung pag-inom niya nung kabataan niya sa pahayag na yan. Kaya nagkaroon daw siya ng Barrett's esophagus. Pero kung i-google natin yung link between Barrett's and alcohol consumption, at pati na rin yung link between Barrett's and smoking na alam naman nating bisyo ni President Duterte nung bata pa siya, Makikita natin wala namang nakikitang definitive link between them. May 2009 at 2012 studies na published separately on that sa Gastroenterology, that's a journal in the US, sinabing hindi pa rin nasisiguro ng mga eksperto kung factor nga ba talaga sa pagkakaroon ng Barrett's esophagus ang drinking and smoking. It could be, pero sa mga pag-aaral na yan, hindi pa talaga nila masasabing oo. We have to acknowledge yung galit na presidente sa smoking is so real and so personal. He is the first, he was the first mayor to actually create a smoke-free city in the Philippines. That's why totoo 'yon. Pagka pinagsayayabang nila na ang Davao City is the first smoke-free city in the Philippines, it is actually true. And even WHO has given uh, Davao and the Duterte's credit for this. And not only that, Robbie, no? Yung Philippines nationwide is smoke-free na. Yan, because of uh, President Duterte. So, ang alam din natin, meron siyang burger's disease? I'm 74 years old. I do not want to die of TB. I do not want to die of lung cancer. As a matter of fact, I got, uh, I acquired uh, Burgess disease for smoking. That is why my doctor is here. She gets my blood almost every other day. So, pause tayo dyan. Teka muna. How do you 
Teka muna. Bur- ano ba? Ito Google nga natin very quickly yan. How do you pronounce it? Is it burger or burger? Pakinggan natin what uh, we found. These are from YouTube and a number of dictionary websites. Buaga disease. Buaga disease. Burger disease. Burger disease. Burger disease. Berger's disease. Buaga disease. Buaga disease. So, meron nagsabing burger. Burger. Meron nagsabing burger. Yeah. Doon ako sa burger. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so ang alam natin about Burger's disease, uh, sabi ng Mayo Clinic, uh, isa siyang rare disease ng arteries and veins in the arms and legs. So, your blood vessels become inflamed with blood clots. So, nadadamage niya yung skin tissues. Um, it can lead to infection and even gangrene. Again, it's linked to tobacco use and mm-hmm. cigarette smoking. Now, separate from Burger's and nabanggit natin yung Barrett's uh, esophagus. The president has also very openly Open. and very often acknowledged na meron siyang sakit sa likod no? at saka sakit sa ulo. Saan ang gagaling to? I think it it uh, was caused by an earlier accident sa motorcycle nung medyo bata pa siya. I have a C4 and C7 na mag-impinch. That's why I am in perpetual pain. On, the, on any day, it's seven, in a scale of ten. Eh, ayaw na na ng doktor na sige ng painkill, sabi niya. Better come to terms with your body. Kung titingnan natin sa anatomy ng tao, kung saan yung C4 and C7 na sinasabi ni President Duterte, makikita natin na specific vertebrae yan sa ating spinal column. Mga buto yan sa likod natin. So, nandito yan sa medyo taas na part ng ating spine, malapit sa bato. Sabi sa mga pag-aaral sa U.S. National Library of Medicine, yung C4 impingement, kadalasan nagkukos yan ng occipital headaches or migraine kasi naiipit yung ugat sa spine. Habang yung C7 impingement naman nagiging dahilan ng numbness sa triceps hanggang middle finger ng isang tao. Kadalasan may kasama pa yung tingling pain. So sabi nga nila, I've heard that as well, that when the president is stroking his, his cheek, it is to, to soothe him and some doctors have even said it, it could even be just to distract him from the sensation in his back. I have this uh, migraine every day. I had, a, my, I had a bad sleep. The last one was this. And I hit the cement. I have uh, a lot of issues with my spine. So that if you guys see me always on the sad note, mode, and actually pushing a nerve here to relieve the pain. And even when I'm doing the arms akimbo, and uh, sometimes I do this, it's actually pushing something here to relieve the pain. So, sinabi ni President yan noong December 2016 sa harap ng mga negosyante. Uh, Diyan niya rin inamin yung isa pang controversial niyang pahayag na hanggang ngayon ginagamit pa rin sa kanya ng mga critics niya. Inamin ni President na at some point in his life, gumamit siya ng fentanyl. I used to press something here, fentanyl. It's a, a painkiller. It's being used by patients with cancer. I was only given a fourth of that uh, square thing. There, were, there was a time that uh, if I put two... 
Sa mga hindi nakakaalam, yung fentanyl po ay eh, parang sa low pass na linalagay sa parte ng katawan. Ang alam natin about that is it's 50 to 100 times more potent than morphine. Kaya very addictive siya. Isa siyang powerful na synthetic na opioid na commonly prescribed for cancer patients. At ang winawarn ng World Health Organization ay ang fentanyl overdose ay sobrang deadly? Well, of course, my doctor learned that I was using the whole patch because I, I felt better. When he knew it, he blew his stop and I said, stop it. Well, you, the first thing that you'd lose is your cognitive uh, ability. So, nung April 2017, umamin rin si Duterte na poor yung kanyang blood circulation sa katawan. Complication daw yun ng iniinda niyang Barrett's at Burger's disease. Napicturan yung kwarto ko may converter sa oxygen. Karami na namang ano. Di ba sinabi ko sa inyo, may, I never lied. Tinanong ako doon sa the debates, anong sakit mo? Sabi ko, Barrett dito. Inom pati ano. Burgers because of smoking. So, ang circulation ko, hindi maganda. Lack of uh, oxygenation. Gagamitin ko yun kasi ang brain ko daw may suffers uh, lack of oxygenation. So, ginugal natin ulit kung ano bang nangyayari sa isang tao kapag kulang yung oxygen sa utak. Ayon sa spinalcore.com, pwedeng magresulta sa brain damage yung lack of oxygen sa brain. I, I think ang mahalaga dito is, you know, kung napapansin niya po paulit-ulit yung, yung acknowledgement natin of the president smoking in the past. And that has really caused a lot of complications and really handicapped him. Kaya lang po, lahat po ng inamin ni President Duterte na sakit niya, eh wala namang pong opisyal na pahayag pa yung palasyo. Mm. Kasi pwedeng nagbibiro lang siya o pwedeng hindi mo talaga alam kung ano talaga ang kanyang kondisyon. Nawala naman tayong rason pagdudahan yung sinabi ng ng Pangulo. He has, he has acknowledged this in his, shall we say, in his most sober modes. No? He's speaking directly with the Filipino people, explaining to them uh, not necessarily his pain, but also how hard the, the job can be. Kung ating patayan yung ating 1987 constitution, ay may karapatan ang mamayan to know the conditions ng ating mga leader kasi national interest yan at uh, national security issue na malaman ng lahat kung malusog ba ang ating Pangulo para gampanan yung kanyang mga tungkulin sa ating uh, bansa. No? Uh, sa punto ng national security interest, kung sakasakali naman na aminin ng Pangulo na meron siyang sakit, eh baka mag-cost ng panic, lalo sa mga investor, So, may economic dimension, no? At uh, sa politika naman, uh, pwede siyang maging lame duck president pag nalaman na, naku, may sakit pala to. Baka iwan ng mga kapartido yan o ng mga taga-suporta niya. At magkagulo tayo. So, mahirap timbangin, mahirap timplahin ang, ang interest ng bayan at sa interes ng Pangulo. Hmm. Before we get into into that, Trisha, what exactly does the Constitution say? Okay, so tingnan natin yung Article 7, Section 12 ng Constitution. Ano? To quote, 
In case of serious illness of the president, the public shall be informed of the state of his health. The members of the cabinet in charge of national security and foreign relations and the chief of staff of the armed forces of the Philippines shall not be denied access to the president during such illness. Unang-una ang sinabi, in case of serious illness. Ano ba ibig sabihin ng serious illness? We actually asked former Supreme Court spokesperson uh, Ted Te, who now teaches law at UP, Ateneo, and LaSalle, about this uh, provision. And pakinggan natin yung sinabi ni Ted. So when you say serious illness, uh, it may be clear to a medical professional, but it's not clear to the layperson, to the public, who, who are not doctors. So I think there is a need to clarify this, but unfortunately, the only way to clarify this is by law. So... Uh, Perhaps a law could be passed to implement and and maybe define what is meant by serious illness when it comes to the president. Pero hindi naman bago sa atin yung gantong kondisyon, no? Dahil marami na tayong naging pangulo na nagkaroon din ng karamdaman, no? Si Pangulong Marcos, nung siya ay nakaupo, itinago yung kanyang sakit na lupus. No? Nung nakampanya siya noong 1986 sa stop election, halatang-halata mong may sakit siya, di ba? Pero pag in front of the camera, eh, masigla, di ba? Uh, naalala ko nung ako yung nagkakover sa Malacanang noong early 1990s, si President Fidel Ramos ay nadala sa Makati Medical Center at naoperahan sa Karotid. May medical bulletin na inisyo ang Malacanang dahil siya ay na- naoperahan. Si Pangulong Estrada, nung siya rin ay nakaupo, ay may complaints sa kanyang tuhod. At alam natin na si Pangulong Binigno uh, Aquino, Noy Noy, ay parehang ubo nung panahon niya. So, hindi na bago sa atin na makita na ang ating Pangulo ay may karamdaman. Tao lang yan eh. Lalo pa si Pangulong Duterte na medyo maidad na. Hindi lang sa bansang Pilipinas, sa bansang Amerika, eh, may mga seryosong kondisyon din ang mga pangulo nila na itinago. Like si President uh, Grover Cleveland noong 1893, eh, inoperahan pala sa bibig. No? So, ang uh, ginawa nung panahon niya, itinago ito. Kunyari, nagpunta siya sa isang fishing uh, expedition. May yate, sumakay siya. Eh, bigla na lang may inisimaga ng doktor. Tapos, inoperahan siya sa yate. So after five days, bumalik sa bumalik si President Cleveland at sinasabi, ay nakabalik na ako sa aking fishing expedition. Walang walang sinasabi tungkol sa operasyon, no? Yung actual operation na yon, nalaman yon 25 years later nung dineclassify na yung mga files. Si Pangulong Woodrow Wilson nung matapos na yung World War 1, ay nagpunta sa Paris para pumirma nung treaty no na pagkatapos ng gera na stroke so inuwi sa Amerika no so nung panahon na siya ay may karamdaman ay ang alam ng lahat eh siya pa rin ang kapatakbo nung uh, ng bansa ng Amerika pero ang sinasabi ng isang memwa no memwa eh yung kanyang asawa pala ang ang gumagawa ng desisyon para sa pangulo Si President John Kennedy ay sinasabing pinaka-youngest 
ever elected president ng US no 1960s pero ang hindi alam ng karamihan ay tinatago din na meron pala siyang sakit na Addison's disease na may back pain at uh, naka-steroid siya. So ang sabi nila baka baka nakaapekto to nung ang decision ni John Kennedy nung may crisis sa Russia nung sa Bay of Pigs. So yun eh isang issue. Nung si Pangulong Reagan eh tumakbong pangalawang beses no presidente may alzheimer's na may alzheimer's na hindi, hindi alam nila no so importante yan sa atin etong uh, naarang halalan ng 2016 alam natin na may sakit na si Miriam no so ayun nga uh, hindi sa pinalad at uh, actually namatay siya ilang ilang buwan lang no after nung election so Tingin ko, importanteng malaman talaga ng mga mamaya, ng mga botante, ng mga voters na kung ano ang kondisyon, tumatakbo pa lang sila. At hindi mas lalo na kung presidente na. No? Kasi di, may desisyon ng importante yung gagawin yan. Manny, dami mo nang nakover ng mga politiko, mga, mga presidencies, mga administrasyon. Uh, yung realidad ng, ng politika dito sa Pilipinas. There are other forces and other interests that are trying to dictate on how to handle this gray area. Ang iniiwasan ng Pangulo, dahil single term lang siya, ay eh maging lame duck sa kanyang second, uh, second half ng kanyang term. So, mas magiging lame duck ang Pangulo pag inamin niya na Nako, may sakit ako maluba. Di ba? So, mas open season na yan. So, kanya-kanyang posisyon na yan. Mm-hmm. Manny, parati ko narinig yan lame duck. Very quickly, ano ibig sabihin nun? Wala, parang wala na nakikinig sa'yo. Palabas ka na eh. Kanya-kanyang sagwan na. So, ibig sabihin yan, kung meron siyang mga agenda na legislative agenda, mahirap nang ipasa. Yung kanyang mga reform agenda, mahirap nang ma-implement. Kasi nga, wala lang sumusunod halos eh. And these are all big things. Nandiyan pa rin sinasabi ng Presidente. Charter change still is part of the agenda. The investment climate, they want to address that. May tax reform packages pa sila na gustong isulong. Yung infrastructure program, yung build-build-build na tinatawag. Mukha talagang uh, President Duterte wants this to be a genuine uh, legacy. The President will need support from Congress all the way to local levels. Ito eh, kanina, pinag-uusapan lang natin yung baga ng Pangulo eh. Yung, yung likod niya, yung mga sakit-sakit niya sa katawan. Pero ngayon, napunta tayo sa ekonomiya, sa charter change. Alam nyo, kung pag-uusapan mo eh, political personal interest, okay lang na itago yung kalagayan ni Pangulong Presidente. Pero para sa public interest, para sa bayan, eh, dapat maging transparent ang Malacanang. O dapat maging mas transparent ang Malacanang sa pagbibigay ng regular uh, medical bulletin. Uh, hindi naman tako para takutin yung mamayan o para warning ang tayo na may mangyayari, kundi parang as a matter of fact lang na ito yung kondisyon ng Pangulo. Pero yun nga, Manny, nakailang palit na si Presidente ng spokesperson pero tikom pa rin ang Malacanang tungkol sa kalagayan ng kanyang kalusugan. 
2017 pa lang, ito na ang linya ni Ernesto Abella, his first spokesperson. First and foremost, he is alive and well. He is very well. He is just busy doing what he really needs to do. The president, you know, as, as you've seen, he's been very much in the public eye. But that doesn't mean, but that doesn't, but being out of the public eye, that is when he is able to really do office work. He signs papers, he reads, he consults, he's actually, he's actually very busy. But the thing that is very important to note is that he is on top of every situation. Si Harry Roque naman nagsawa na sa kakasagot sa paulit-ulit na tanong ng media. Hmm. Maya naman kayo yung mga nag, uh, nagnanais na magkasakit yung presidente, no? Lalo kayo magnais na ganyan, lalo lumalakas. It's just na nakakapagod na eh. Sasabihin nila, may sakit. O lalabas na maka, malakas pa sa kabayo. O oh. tapos, sasabihin nila, nawala, may sakit na naman. Ano pag sasabihin ko? Ang latest, si spokesman Sal Panelo, bahala na raw ang publikong maghusga sa kalusugan ni President Duterte. Sabi niya, I neither confirm nor deny. You draw your own conclusions. <laughs> He never mentioned anything, but from the sound of his voice, parang upbeat na upbeat. Saka doon sa mga pictures na pinalabas, di ba? Mm. But thank you for the concern. I'm sure many people were concerned. Kahit na chismis lang. I guess we have no choice but to leave it at that. Kasi hanggat walang kinukumpirma ang Malacanang, kagaya nga ng sabi ni spokesman Panelo, eh yung pangamba sa estado ng kalusugan ng presidente, eh chismis lang. A quick update now. As we said, most of what you just heard came out last July, well before this new flare-up of back pain. And just one more thing the President now also acknowledges in his long list of ailments. Actually, my, that's my stena gravis. It's a nerve malfunction. I got it from my, exactly from my grandfather. Ganon rin siya. Myasthenia gravis is an autoimmune disease. It affects the neuromuscular systems and the president mentioned it specifically to explain his droopy eyelids and what he jokingly described as a roaming eye. But more fundamentally, it causes muscle weakness affecting vision as well as strength and control of one's extremities. Teresa and Manny, thank you for joining me in this episode of Huli sa Balita. Ngayon alam nyo na, maraming sakit ang presidente. Huli man tayo sa balita, hindi tayo nahuhuli sa mahalaga. Listen to more episodes of Huli sa Balita in the coming weeks. Huwag kalimutan mag-subscribe sa Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher at iba pa. Ang Huli sa Balita ay produksyon ng Puma Podcast. Ako po si Robbie Alampay, ang inyong host. Ang episode na to, produced by Janina Magundayaw, edited by Nico Bolante. Maraming salamat po. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.